and welcome to RE-TNG, the Star Trek Next Generation Rewatch Podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this is Season 7, Episode 21. How many so left now? So close to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Firstborn. Mm-hmm. Um, so Firstborn was a story by Mark Kalfeld, teleplayed by Rene Echeverria, and directed by Jonathan West. And it was first aired April 25th, 1994. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our final Worf-centric episode of the season. Presumably. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to take a guess in the next four episodes. I mean, he's they in. do not. He's I mean, in, he's in episodes, them, but yeah. But, <laughs> but it's, this is, is very, yeah, this is very Worf-centric. Very. Um, uh, I have a thing. To also, s- uh, I have a thing to say about Alexander-centric. Before we get to it. Uh, before we get to what? No, when we get to it. Oh, okay. I have a, I have a comment on, on that. Oh, oh okay. Oh, okay. Sure. All right. Um, but uh, the... I, I totally derailed my train of thought there. <laughs> sorry. Bop, bop, bop. No, it's no, it's my right. fault. No, it's all right. Um, maybe I didn't have one. Maybe I didn't have one. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's basically... It's 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 another, like, wharf trying... Struggling to be Father, oh, father Alexander. Yes, and yes. then it's getting to a point where, you know, he's getting a bit older. Then Worf's, like, trying to... Well, he's set up like, oh, like, you you know, you got to go in, uh, down the sort of normal... Well, he's reaching of... the age that he needs to start participating in certain, like... Yeah. Or Worf feels that he needs to start participating in certain Klingon yeah, rituals. Yeah, to be ready to, like, become, like, a Klingon warrior and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, Alexander is not having it. He's yeah. way too much, like, human, <laughs> yeah. you know... Uh, well, he basically, you know, says, like, oh, well, my mom said I didn't have to do any of that stuff, mm-hmm. you know... Exactly. exactly. I don't want to. Um, and you I know, don't want to. <laughs> he doesn't. Well, he's. It's. I mean, you can see throughout this episode, he's fascinated and intrigued by sure the things. Is but the problem is, is so much of like the end result of Klingon stuff is you got to kill a guy, <laughs> and like he's good with it up until that point. Like that's how all that's how all Klingon rituals uh, end with you got to kill a guy. Well, and, <laughs> that's not entirely. You know. Um, that's well, not quite <laughs> the it. But, yeah. I, I, you know, um, I know what you mean. Yeah, but yeah. like, <laughs> there's a lot of it's like a little hardcore. For, there's a lot of Alexander. You gotta kill a guy at the end of this. <laughs> it's a little hardcore for him. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't go. So I mean, far again, as to he's say. like supposed to be like what, like ten in this, maybe? Probably. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I don't even like a kid. Well, very no, much I mean, a kid. I mean, the oh, problem I guess is not. Is he couldn't that, be ten. Yeah, no. I mean, the problem is, is like his right. actual like maturity age and. Well, his, yeah, his chronological right, cause, age cause is different he, because, because he's Klingon, Klingon right. age yeah. faster to begin with, and yeah, then that's right, yeah, kind of yeah, peak. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, effectively, he's probably like maybe eleven or twelve. Yeah, now, yeah, type yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um, and so like he's just, but he's really like, like, all right, Dad, you go do your weird Klingon things. He's really uh, like four. Or I, I want to do science. Um, which is one of those things, like, it's clearly, like, okay, yes, Klingons have to be warriors, but Klingons also have scientists and stuff. Yeah, We've had do. this discussion they before, do. you know. Clearly they do. Yeah, you know, and so, like, like those scientists are I all, mean, like... other Klingons don't really seem to hold them in that high regard, even though they need their They absolutely, skills. you know, it is, it's a but, very, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's got, it's kind of like the whole thing of, like, the traditional, like, jock versus nerd, like, oh, nerd, mm-hmm. and it's like... 
yeah, but like if you didn't have nerds, yeah, like, sure. you'd be missing a lot of things in modern society. Sure thing, Jock. You like your cell phone? Yeah, yeah nerds made that. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, Chinese children. Oh, that, but yeah, fair. Yeah. Nerds um, came up with the idea. Yeah, yeah, they came up with the idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like for sure, and and so there's that whole sort of thing of, but of course, like Worf always gets really frustrated because. He doesn't understand, like because well, he also projects a lot of well, like, absolutely. I'm an inadequate Klingon, even though I am most Klingon. Well, okay, you know? and so that issue. But I think I think he's largely over that to a large degree, mm. in the sense that like it's so internalized now yeah. that like it's not even really a factor anymore. He just yeah. he is what it's he just, is, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. yes, like he overcompensates in terms of being a Klingon, but like. At this point, he's been doing it for so long. It's so internalized. It's not like he even really consciously even thinks about yeah. it anymore, yeah. I don't think. Um, but the issue is that, like, he doesn't understand that really Alexander really because, like, when he was that age, all he wanted to do exactly. was, like, learn more. He was the other way. He was right? the Because way. he felt so, dis- when he was mm-hmm. a kid, he felt so disconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the problem is, is that, like, you know, stuff like the whole thing about, like, when he injured the other kid. Right. And stuff like that because he's too, well, you know. Being that he lives on a starship filled with primarily human kids. It's, yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah. when Worf, the oh, story. Worf. Oh, right, right. Remember back, this is some right. other episode, but the story yes. about Worf, like, mm-hmm. injuring the other, another kid. Yeah. When he was a kid and stuff like that, right? And how, basically, it's like, he's always had that issue of, like, never really being able to be fully mm-hmm. in either world. Yeah. Because he's kind of like was largely raised in a human world, mm-hmm. but he's Klingon. And, and it's like, I mean, Alexander's going through pretty much all the same things. In a way, but at the same time... Like, at he, the very least, he's got, you yeah. know, a Klingon parent. But the problem is, is that Worf doesn't understand, like, why isn't Alexander as keen yeah. to, like, immerse himself mm-hmm. in his culture and, like... Well, he's going you know, through the cycle that every parent goes through yeah. when they're like, why isn't my kid into the same things, things that, that I'm into? Yeah. And it's like, no kid is into the thing their parents <laughs> are into, yeah. you know? It's... it's that's just how it is, yeah. you know. And, uh, um, yeah, I mean, at least not in that way. And the harder you push them, the harder they're going to push back, of course. Yeah, you yeah, know, that's... Yeah. And so, at this point, we're going to uh, insert... Um, well, they Tamak, go to this sort of or... festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go, they go to this Which festival. Which kind of interesting. Yeah, that was neat. That was sort neat. Sort of the things with, like, the sort of reenacting ancient yep. legends and mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. the battles and, and stuff. But, and like, touching on some of the stuff that we've had in previous episodes, they talked about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Um, and, like, that was the thing where, like, that's where... I mean, every, like, a bunch of the crew were there. All... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, like, watching and <laughs> well, kind of like, okay, they get well, the, what's this all they about? They get the... <laughs> Worm popcorn while they're yeah. eating. He offers some to Jordy. Yeah. <laughs> like Jordy's because I'm like, no, I'm not going to eat that. Why would I ever eat that? <laughs> I'll bet Captain Picard would eat it. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, uh, Riker would eat it definitely without a, without a question. Maybe. Um, uh, but you know, I had Crushers there too because uh, yeah. they're they're like watching, and you know, they they talk about some of the stuff that they've. They've some of the legend stuff that has come up before, and yeah, and that, that's where like Alexander's like super, like, sure. Like, I mean, when it's presented is, in a know. way that's like, oh, that's really you interesting, know. but and especially after like his dad, because it seems to be like a crowd participation being interested thing. Interested in those things has not really been so much the problem. The problem is when it comes to doing, yes, like, yeah, he Alexander just doesn't like to physically. Mm-hmm. Go through the stuff. I mean, like, yeah. he even brings up when they talk about the whole like right of ascensions and stuff right. like that. And it's just like, 
oh, the first, you know, you're going to need to go for the first right of ascension. Oh, yeah. is that the one with, like, where the, they hurt, the, hit you with pain, pain sticks? sticks? <laughs> it's like, no, that's the second right of ascension. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, it's like, yeah, like, Alexander's obviously never going to be into that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. that's just so, like, outside of his, mm-hmm. you know. You know. Again, I also feel that, like, that because of his, his, you know, the way his growth maturity is so different from, like, his peers. Yeah. And... Well, it must be weird because, of course, like, going to school oh, with yeah. kids and stuff and yeah. then, like, basically going, like, much quicker. Yeah. You know, yeah, at that exactly. Age, yeah. At, at that age. And, and then having that whole cultural difference. It's like the... It's like, you know, I can think I, I had, when I was in elementary school, I had, like, friends who, you know... They went to elementary school, or like they were classmates. They yeah. came to elementary school and, and everything. And then I remember, like, like oh, I would go to like their house, and like oh, they didn't speak English at their house because right. like their parents they were like second, they were like first generation like yeah, yeah, Canadians, yeah. and so like neither their parents spoke barely any English. Their grandparents also lived in a house spoke no English at all. Right. Completely like the house was like oh, stepping into. I yeah, mean, yeah. I didn't really realize it at the time, but it was like oh, I'm just stepping into like a chunk of their homeland brought here because that is how they want. And, you know, Alexander, like, I'm sure, I mean, we've seen Worf's quarters. I guess it's technically Worf and Alexander's quarters. Although there's a lot of, like, we really don't see... No, it's because they only... They, I mean, Alexander... Alex only exists when we need him. Right. Other than that, he just Unless they have an episode that centers around yeah, him yeah. being there. He's never he incidentally just, really just, like, in yeah. Worf's quarters when the they come in, which is The only time that Alexander actually ever is incidentally appearing mm. is if, in sometimes in episodes with other kids... Oh, they have to go to, like, the school or something. They'll be, like, at school or something, yeah. and then he'll be there just for no apparent reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, he goes to the school, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, like, sometimes he'll just be there, mm-hmm. and he'll be like, oh, look, Alexander's uh, here. But, like, he's the episode's not about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't even have... The, like, he doesn't even share scenes with Worf. No, no. He's just there in yeah. the school, you know? Yeah. Uh, occasionally it happens. Mm. But it, it, he's never incidentally at home. That's yeah, the thing. yeah. It's never, you never have the thing where, like, like just a random episode where yeah. Wolf gets home and, like, yeah. comes in his quarters and, like, Alexander's just there, there. hanging out. Yeah. Like, yeah. never happens. Yeah. They, 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 uh, uh, Worf and Deanna never have to ask, yeah, uh, Alexander to go to the other room. Yeah. You know? So, since you brought it up, <laughs> I will now address the thing that I was talking about earlier. I knew this which is, is where, I knew this is where you go. Where, where the hell, <laughs> like, if any episode would have, I was thinking it the whole episode. A Deanna presence, the whole episode. It would be this. Yeah, like literally, they've gone through great lengths mm-hmm. to like explore this whole thing of like, oh, like Worf and Deanna are dating ish, maybe kind of. We don't really see it too much, but like apparently they might be dating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And well, then, and then they've already very heavily involved, like like established, like how much like interest Deanna shows in Alexander and how much like Worf like relies upon her to, to like help with him. Yeah. And that's kind of what like drew yeah. them together. That's kind of how they sort of tried to justify this whole, like them, like having a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if indeed they are, uh, yeah. it's still very vague. Uh, the, and and this, so like of is... all episodes to have like basically no train. It's, it makes no sense that it would be this one because this is the exact time so where she should be involved. in this episode. <laughs> like, entire, her entire presence I understand. Is so I know exactly inside. why she's it, This not. episode feels like it was, like, filmed, like, before. Like, I know exactly like, why she isn't. Oh, why isn't she? Because oh. because of the other character that we haven't talked about, the guest character. Oh, okay. 
right? Oh. Because that would cause this weird kind of... Because the whole thing is that... Like, right, I didn't even think of that. The Alexander, Worf, and uh, Kimtar, which Kimtar, is the guest, guest character, yeah. like, uh, that has to be like the central crux yeah. of the right. right and so you can't really have like yeah. that other aspect in there because like troy would be too much like voice of reason or well, you know too also, much of like voice of alternative also you know. troy might uh pick up well, something yes. off of well that's the other issue he, too she would, which she would again, spoil the surprise is another yeah. thing where you always have to think about that yeah. because you have to be yeah. like oh well i mean star trek's episodes are famous for the character that could solve this problem yeah, isn't available right have now. To be there. Yeah, Superman's away on a space mission. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. he could yeah. solve this in five minutes. La, but... la, la, or la, oh, it was in the last week's weeks before episode. Oh, Data and Picard are on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody turns oh, into mutants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Genesis. Yeah, yeah. So uh, definitely, I think that because um, you know she would definitely notice that something was up. Yeah. So so yeah so basically uh, with that whole thing, mm -hmm. I mean that's kind of an interesting that, that plot was a, line. That was a super in terms interesting of the whole how they get jumped by these like assassins, these weird sort of assassins. Kind of, I mean, I, should, I wasn't. I, I mean, mean, you're not supposed to know what that, that had no yeah. freaking chance against Worf. I don't know yeah. what they were yeah. thinking. I mean, this is this is an episode where Worf actually gets to beat up somebody, yeah, rather than the other way around. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it, it, we find out later, of course, that. It as, was a as, ruse, as but... We, as we now know, he, they're lucky that he didn't cut their heads off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess it wasn't Wednesday. No, it wasn't Wednesday. Cutting wasn't heads casual. off is Wednesday. Was it, Wednesday, you cut the heads off, yeah. Um, uh, it, it, was, but no, it was casual Thursday. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, it was just funny because it's like, oh, these guys are trying to, like, jump them. And I'm like, mm -hmm. mm, yeah, that's not going to go so well for them against Warp. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they had those daggers and stuff. Mm. And then they get, like, helped by, like, this... Random yeah. Klingon Kemtar, who says yeah. that he's from. Well, his brother sent him. Yeah, he's sent by. From, well, he's from like. Oh well, the house of the house. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And and, and basically is like a. Yeah. You know, like a sort of a, like a bodyguard kind yeah, of like yeah, like yeah. coming to help out, and um and and then you know that inter ended up ends up indirectly involving the uh, the what's called sisters there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, first their last time appearing on the series obviously yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. like you've said there are many like last times well, because we're in the few episodes because we're in the, the last end. few episodes yeah, yeah. Uh, but they do obviously reappear as like sort of the like secondary villains in generations mm -hmm. for in the movie so mm -hmm. um, where they meet their end yeah. <laughs> finally but yeah it's kind of interesting that they're in there they definitely... I mean, they're only in there for very short yeah I mean they're just and Quark Quark, so Quark, yeah, Quark. yeah yeah because they um, go to DS9 for some information. Yeah. Um, which uh, is... Uh, that's that was that's a whole, like, oh, like, okay, I see where we're, we're drawing the thread now that DS9 is, like, because it's been on the air now. Yeah. It's, like, we're, we're this thread that they're starting to... Yeah, I mean, they've, they've you know, kind of, like, had a little bit of... I mean, we did see there was that straight-up, like, little sort of crossover-y thing when Worf another Worf episode mm -hmm. uh, when, when Worf went there and, and he found out the info about like that prison camp that remember the two parter. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Went, yeah. Right. They went to do, and there yeah. was like the B story with, uh, with, uh, in part one of that, there was the B story with, uh, well, I guess it was more of an A story. I guess that one. was the, but yeah, with was Data's sort of, dreams yes, and, right. uh, and Dr. Bashir was helping them. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So that yeah. was like, that was the of, other thing. That was yeah. kind of the crossover. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> we had, we had Bashir on the, yeah. And, um, and which is funny because if, 
I mean, I guess at that time, anybody who was watching, or most people yeah. probably were watching both. Would know, know who he yeah. was. Yeah. But, like, to think, I'm yeah, thinking... Yeah, it's out of context now. It's weird because you're, you're like, like who, you, you forget w- that, like, okay, at this point, DS9 started, yeah, yeah. and now, like, these characters are in play, and yeah. these things are going on. I guess they were all in there in such a way, though, that if it, it didn't matter... Not really. Like, like, if you didn't know who those characters Not were, oh, really. they were just random but Star I feel Trek like characters. at the time... Yeah. You would have known. You were. you were probably watching both. Like, yeah. if you were somebody who was watching Star Trek when at the time, mm-hmm. you were probably watching mm-hmm. both. I mean, at the very least, you'd probably been inundated with those characters' faces in a thousand commercials, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, you, you at least knew, like, yeah. oh, these are well, those characters But when you're doing it like this, where Trek you're just show. going back and specifically watching one yeah. show yeah. all the way through, mm-hmm. it is a little bit weird, because it's, like, so out of context. Mm-hmm. Um... But, uh, yeah, um, and then, uh, so then, yeah, so it becomes this whole thing of, you know, Kim Tar trying to, like, kind of help to push yeah. Alexander, you know, in this direction or that, as mm-hmm. far as the whole, like, oh, you gotta, you gotta become a warrior, you gotta, like, learn how to blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the, uh, how Riker finds the, uh, the ship there, where he buys the, oh, yeah, the, the, whatever the ore is, <laughs> Well, when they go down and they find they go down to the 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 planet where the sisters supposedly were mining, yeah, and there's that guy that just got left there, yeah, and he like that guy was so laissez faire about the whole deal, and then they get the ore from from one of those uh, wrinkly faced aliens. Uh, yeah. We've seen one of them, but one of them before, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I can't remember what they're called, but and 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 he blasts, he teleports it out, and then blasts it, and it, like coats the the bird of prey there um that was a that was a that was a cool like oh huh i wonder why i never did that before to detect yeah as always in star trek the, 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 the cloak uh, cloaking doesn't physically make you you know only makes you invisible like i mean i, I don't even know does cloaking make you physical uh, invisible to the naked eye as well or oh, yeah. just sensors oh, yeah. it's just remember okay, star trek 4 no. 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 Okay. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. No, of course. Yeah, Star Trek Four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they cloak it in the middle of the park, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Well, they land. Close. They land and cloak yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, right, right, right. Of course. Um, I don't remember which one of those original series movies is which. Um, by the I've n- seen them so b- many By times. the number, yeah. <laughs> Other I, than, like, five, because it's and I haven't really I, bad. And I haven't seen them all, so. Um, yeah, other than but, five, uh, because it's really bad. Uh, even that I've seen more than once, but most of the rest of them I've seen many times. Yeah, and then eventually we get to the whole twist. Oh, yes, uh, where we find out. Well, they, that, there's the altercation between yeah. uh, uh, him oh, well, and Oh, well, because it looks and, like he's going to kill Alexander. That's right, yeah, yeah. And, and it turns out that he is Alexander. From, from the, the future. future. Which was a hell of a twist. Like, like uh, interestingly enough, um, because we, we've, we've talked about it before. Definitely a cool... I don't think this is... Epi- I don't think I've ever seen this episode It's before. a cool twist on, like, a time travel element. Mm. Because, like, time travel is so, like, you know... It's been done so many times in Star Trek that people yeah. tend to get a little bit like, Oh, yeah, time travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah But, yeah. like, it was a good twist on it. Because, yeah. like, the time travel itself wasn't really relevant to the story. It was just something that... Him it, being there was the relevant It just sort of part. enabled, yeah. like, the fact yeah, that yeah. he was there. Um... But it wasn't really, um, you know, like, it's not like you saw it happen or that it was, yeah. you know, 
about time travel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, all so like everything sort of like comes into focus at that point. Yeah, you know when he the, explains the like, whole like, oh, look, I saw you. You got assassinated killed. on yeah. the floor of the of the house the council, and, and, and you know, you know, so it's like. Well, because Alexander... Because he went off and became, like, a... Well, Alexander the Older was trying to become a... Scientist and a uh, diplomat and blah, yeah, blah, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was pushing so for peace, he right? He was basically afraid the... Yeah, and so that's what... And so they thought, like, oh, you've gone soft. Mm-hmm. And they and they assassinated Worf. So the idea that, like, oh, like, he needs to go back to, like, make sure that his younger self becomes a warrior so that he can, like... Protect his protect father. Protect his father, defend, and, you know, yeah. and, and not have that happen. Um, which is... You know. Nah, I mean, not... The most solid I mean, reasoning, but whatever. For, it, it works well enough yeah, to get the story yeah, yeah, told, yeah. I um, suppose. You know, uh, ignoring the the implications of, you know, how going back in time and doing this kind of stuff radically alters. Yeah, but it doesn't you know? matter because if you go back, because the thing is, is if you go back, all you're doing is changing your own. Well, you're fulfilling a so it's like, you're fulfilling a prophecy you weren't was a fate that you didn't know was you weren't aware existed really. Is what yeah, happened. so it's like basically yeah. it's still the future for them, yeah. the, the present day versions. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter if you change that. Yeah, you can I change the future. Yeah, you know you just can't yeah. change before. Yeah. yeah, it's it's the it's the does did did Alexander from the future remember a weirdo guy coming and trying to teach him how to you know like yeah, it's that yeah, where it meets yeah. the cycle of like oh this always happened kind yeah, of maybe, thing yeah you know? maybe it's uh, hard to say I mean we know that there's my big question there's just all like in Star Trek we uh, know that like yeah. timelines can just be like straight up altered yeah, but, yeah. You know. uh, my big question is he says he met a guy who could send him back yeah who's this guy yeah he just randomly he met just some guy who, who, who was just who like knows how to send like, him back I, could send, I'm I like, mean who's this guy I mean yeah. I, I mean okay sure we meet all sorts of people yeah but know. like it is very strange how they were just but that just goes to show you how like of how little importance the actual mechanics exactly of, like, like they just like, draw what, it's oh, not it's about the time travel it's just yeah. about yeah. you know the concept of him coming yeah. back yeah. and interacting with his younger self yeah. and interacting with his father you know. as an adult uh, I mean, it could the actor though. Oh, he's good. Uh, James Sloyan. Yeah, so he's yeah. uh, done. Um, he was. We've talked about him before because he was the the episode which we were very highly praising of uh, the defector. Right. The episode where the Romulan admiral mm-hmm. that defects because for the like you know. Uh, for his family he wants to like make the peace for like his family and then it turns out that it was like all basically like a ruse yeah the whole thing was a a sham top to to bottom and so basically like he ends up um killing himself Mm -hmm. uh in order to like keep his family safe and and it's just this real tragic thing but that's the actor that's the best actor yeah Um, i didn't recognize him phenomenal in that episode i didn't recognize him until the scene where uh actually had him on the ground and and it was and i was like oh it's it's, you gotta get real up close to his face because of course you know different makeup clay on makeup oh yeah yeah. um he had actually just recently uh before this episode uh, speaking of ds9 crossovers um he had just played um the uh, in an episode of DS9 before this, the Bajoran scientist who was kind of like the like adoptive father in a way, meant slash sort of mentor to like Odo. Oh, when okay. Odo was like found, mm. um, and then basically like sort of they had to like 
teach him to like kind yeah. of be a person sort of like the the scientist that sort of did all that and worked with them was this like Bajoran scientist uh I don't remember the character's name mm-hmm. but anyways it was played by this actor oh, okay and he had just done this and then apparently some of the uh other producer like some of the other producers and stuff were like were like oh um I'm not really sure that we can like have him come and do this role like so soon after. Like, aren't people going to recognize him? And I think it was Jerry Taylor. It's like, fine, we're going to cover him in Klingon makeup. And I think it was actually Jerry Taylor who said, I think she said like, like in the Klingon, ma- you know, it's he's in yeah. the Klingon makeup, so it, it should be fine. Like, it won't be like too glaring. Mm-hmm. And then she said like, you know, it's even if you know a few people notice. That you know, is it is it not worth it to like have the yeah. right actor for the role? Yeah, you know, type of thing. Also, like and that's you, part. Oh, of, oh, wait, here's what you're doing. You're just setting a nice little Easter egg. Well, and the thing is, I mean, this like, was decades before ship, that was a term that anybody and used. It's but. like, come on, the ship has freaking sailed on the like whole like reusing actors oh, in Star yeah, Trek yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. like they've been doing it since the beginning. <laughs> yeah. They even did it in the so original many series. Yeah, yeah, there were actors that played, yeah. and it wasn't like and it wasn't like that series went on forever where you would have forgotten. Yeah. So, so, I mean, it's always been a Star Trek thing. Mm. And it's like, what is wrong with casting people that you know do a good yeah. job, that you know understand the the universe and understand the property and fit well? Yeah. And, and then if you're going to put them in a, in a role where well it's not immediately other, evident right? it's the same person, you yeah. know, it's it's. Fine. I mean, I think it's totally fine. Because yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. at this point now, it's just like a game. It's like if, yeah. you, if you... Spot the actor. If you yeah, spot, spot the like, character like, oh, actor. Hey, it's the yeah, same, yeah. you know... Yeah. You know, and of course, like later on, they definitely eased up on that a lot because, like, when they started bringing back, like, you know, Jeffrey Combs all the time mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That right. that was almost a, like a. I mean, there's I mean, literally there is literally an episode late in Deep Space Nine where Jeffrey Combs because he had basically uh, he had a number of one-off characters, yeah, but he had two major recurring characters uh, on DS Nine, which was. Um, there was Wayun, who was like sort of the main. Um, uh, what were they called? Can't remember the name of the race, but they were like the in between kind of. They were like the Dominion. There was like oh, the, the right, changelings right. were like the the heads of the Dominion, yeah. and then there was like oh Vorta. Vorta. The Vorta were right. kind of like the like lieutenants. They kind of yeah. like directed things, and then the Jemadar were like the soldiers, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he played Wayun, who was like kind of the main Vorta that re- reoccurred in many episodes, and then he also played a Ferengi, uh, who was a liquidator Brunt from like the Ferengi Commerce Authority. And there's literally an episode where they're both in DS9 it? where both characters are in the same <laughs> that's episode, amazing. and he plays both yeah, characters. That's amazing. So I mean, eventually they were just like, "Screw it, it does it's fine." Yeah, yeah like yeah. it's these are great actors. Mm. They know the world. They know how to like play well with you know our cast they know how to we know that they're dependable let's just keep yeah. casting them you know yeah. so you know they they definitely it all works out yeah reminds me of like uh i mean they, heck i mean I, I said like oh they've been doing it since i mean they even did it in the movies because david warner oh yeah literally is in back-to-back he's in yeah. star trek 5 playing a human yeah and, and star trek 6 playing the Klingon chancellor yeah. Gorkin. yeah both, you know, small-ish roles in the sense of, you know, both kind of supporting roles, not not in the whole movie necessarily. But still, like, literally two movies in a row, two Star Trek movies in a row, same actor, mm-hmm. you know. And, like, a prominent, well-known actor, too, yeah. right? And then, of course, later he also did the Cardassian, you know, in, in, mm-hmm. in uh, Chain of Command, right? So, yeah. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, that guy, J- uh, James Sloyan, yeah, he's a very good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool to see him 
in the I it's time. it's one of those like cuz often they have like like sometimes the Klingon actor is a little like they overdo it a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's and a so when they ha- balance, it's, man. Yeah. it's it's like it's like Vulcans, yeah. right? Like so few actors can really pull off Vulcans because it requires so much subtlety. Yeah. Because you can't just be like like, like, oh, Vulcan, right? So, like, oh, just, like, no no emotions. Okay, no, I can no, do that's that. not it. And it's no, like, yeah. well, mm, yes, but no. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like, you can do that, but then it comes across very flat. Yeah. And very just kind of, like, robotic. Robotic and, yeah, yeah. And, and it's just like, no, you know. And um, it's kind of like the data thing, how, like, yeah. when you look at data as a whole, you're like, well, yes, technically, he doesn't, until he gets his emotion, if he doesn't have but emotions. But he, he pretends but a like, lot. Does he not have emotions? Because yeah, like yeah. over the course of, but it's so subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, at least I mean, like, I mean, they've they've addressed it. Oh, he's sure. Like, like he, you know, he he's like, look, I put the on way, the because I know yeah. that makes people comfortable. Like he behaves yeah. the in a naturalistic way, yeah. so that he yeah. can interact with people better. Like I, I yeah. get it. But what I mean is, is that like if you just literally had data being like a robot and just being like. Yes, sir. Yes, I will go do that. Which task. is like, it, it's just like how data, that's how data would have been in the original series. Yeah. Right? He yeah. just would have been like Robbie the robot. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. in like the 60s or 70s. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. how it would have been, yeah. right? So, so like that's, that's what I'm saying with, with that. Mm-hmm. And, and Klingons is kind of the same thing. It's like, it, you can take the simplistic view of like, oh, this is what a Klingon is. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, like Big, boisterous mm, and like loud yeah. and like you know aggressive and blah blah, and then it's like okay, or you yeah. can bring in a little bit more subtlety, yeah. and have them a little more nuanced mm. and and you know, and it's not everyone can pull it off. Yeah. And like you say, a lot of just like average guest actors who do it don't quite mm. nail it. No. You know, it's a little bit just heavy handed and just kind of simplistic. Yeah. And it, it works so much better in this being that they got somebody who was very, like good at doing it because. Because of course there you, there was to be that you know emotional connection with Worf yeah. being that it was Alexander, yeah. Yeah. you know. So well, and because you had to have somebody who could get that like, uh, who could get that sort of mm-hmm. chemistry and stuff like right away, like yeah. like who could basically be like, oh, like like this guy really sort of cares about them, yeah, and and for them to sort of accept him into yeah. their sort of like inner circle in a way. So quickly, they needed somebody who could seem like, oh, like like they can make that connection really quickly, right? So yeah, for sure. I I watched this episode like two days ago. Uh, what happens to him at the end? I've, I've he completely... just leaves. Oh, he just leaves. He just, yeah, he's okay, just like right. my work here is done. Uh, okay. And uh, he just um, bails. That's okay. No wonder leaves. I don't remember. Again, I'm like I'm like wait, he doesn't die at the end because he, of no, the no, lack of because of the lack of detail on the whole like what how the time travel worked and what entailed yeah, and stuff. Maybe like he that. had to go back. His time was limited. They don't, don't show know. him like go. They don't. They, it's just he has one last scene with Worf where he's just like, well, I gotta go back now. Mm-hmm. And Worf's like, okay. And then that leads to this final scene with Worf and Alexander where they were right. going to meet in the holodeck there. Oh, yes, yes. And, and then, like, Worf shows up and Alexander's like, oh, like, where's Kamtar? We were yeah, waiting. Yeah. We're, and he's like, he had him. to go. And, and he's and... like, oh, he had to go. Yeah. And that's it. That's all you see. Like, yeah. you don't actually see anything. It's, it's yeah. massively unaddressed. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, I think that's... And Worf never again will bring up the fact that he met his son in yeah, the future. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he ever tells Alexander. Um... Well, he'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, uh, well, because here's the thing. Like, 
post Deep Space Nine, Alexander yeah. ceases to exist anyway, so it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, yeah, well, uh, you know. I wonder if uh, Worf will mention him in uh, Picard. In Picard, yeah, season. yeah. Um, never know. But yeah, that's never yeah. know. Um, it was actually interesting watching this and that Picard. Yeah, uh, yeah, season three, episode three, uh, back to back. Because it's like, oh, Worf. If we got Worf, we got Changelings, yeah, we yeah. got like, there's so much, you know, yeah. a lot st- of Worf. stuff going on there. It was, I was like, oh, like, I, I, I immediately ex- my brain I wasn't started expecting to, like, as much Worf, but I'm not against yeah, it. More Worf. I'm definitely I, against I, it. I'm wondering if we're gonna get like everybody gets an episode kind of thing. I, I feel like maybe there are not enough episodes for that. But. I don't know. Like, it seems we... I don't know. Because, I mean, like, so far... Like, for example, all we've got of... Which is, like, par for the course. But all we've had of Deanna is oh, that yeah. one little bit in the flashback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where her, she like, yells at him on the, on the uh, yeah, phone. Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, and and I assume that there'll be more at some point. Yeah, but, yeah. like... It's, Jordy's been mentioned in name only. Yeah. But these these seasons, I mean, these seasons aren't long either. No, so it's no. like if they want to get everybody going, they need to get this going. Yeah. But so far, it's mostly been like it's just Picard and Riker, Riker and Worf now. Yeah, yeah. Has been yeah. you know Crusher fairly big in the set. Well, yeah. 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 P- pivotal in the, the people in the... involved with like sort of the main story, and then yeah. and then kind of Worf. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, a lot more Worf than I was expecting. Yeah. He he's he's pretty awesome. But, yeah. I love the older, wiser Worf. Oh, old, wise Worf, yeah. He's working on himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And it's a bit of an aside to where we are at, at this point. But, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it sort of applies in yeah, a way. Yeah, way for sure. It's like we're, we're talking about Worf like back, you know, yeah. young, a little bit younger Worf. Look, then. Worf has been working on himself for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's The problem is, is I don't know if Worf, for a long time, Worf didn't know what to work on. Yeah. He knew he knew he needed to work on himself, but he didn't know like what that meant. He definitely goes through again living on that border between yeah. the two worlds. He definitely goes through uh, quite a lot more further like character development in um, DS Nine. Yeah, which I think which makes sense, you know, being that he yeah, got yeah. to be a little more of exactly a, a, yeah because at character. that point like he's. When he joins that show, in many ways, he's like a more major character than he was on mm-hmm. TNG. For sure, for sure. In some ways, right? Yeah. Because at that point, he's like one of the star, you know, yeah. veteran characters. Whereas, like on TNG, he was always kind of secondary, and he yeah. kind of slowly mm-hmm. inched out in front a little bit. But you know, because I mean, originally, he was literally considered like he was just gonna be like a bit part. Yeah. He was literally just... Well, because there he had a security officer. It was literally just to show... <laughs> Tasha Yar yeah. was already... This... It was literally just there to show, like... Klingons. Progression of, yeah. like, like oh, wow, like, they're a Klingon in Starfleet. Like, that's amazing. Like, yeah. really made progress, because that could never be a thing back yeah. in the day. And that was pretty much the idea that you could have, like, further, mm-hmm. you know, uh, development. Progression of, like, in that story. Yeah, part and, of the and, story. And, and more, like... More peace, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like going from peace to more peace. Um, well, you, re- you know, definitely different levels of acceptance there. Uh, right? And um, that was kind of the original intention of Warp. That's all it was supposed mm. to be. You know, just sort of a symbolic thing of that. And he was never intended to be a significant yeah. character. There's a difference between, but, like, I'm glad we're pleased with the Klingons and I want to work next to a Klingon. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but if you're gonna work with a Klingon, I mean, Worf. At least the thing Worf, was Worf is the perfect candidate, being yeah. he was raised by like yeah, human yeah, parents. Yeah. So and he, like, he's like a good kind of middle ground. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so what are you giving this one? 
you know it's tough because i think the actual like overall like execution is not super great but like some strong ideas uh some really interesting um i mean i love we didn't even bring up the fact but like i love the whole like it's almost like a space mystery aspect where they with the whole thing where like the dagger oh yeah and how it's traced to like the duras family but then it's like oh but it was like the son of Larsar Bator, yeah, whichever yeah, yeah. one it was, I can't. I can never. Yeah, yeah. Keep, who knows? I can never keep. Who knew straight. that she had a son? And, and she's like, and she's like, uh, she does not have a son, but she, but she's pregnant, but she yeah. just found out, and then the, the, that leading to like, oh, the whole like time travel aspect, yeah, like, yeah. That because little, because that, that was Alexander's goof because he knew that she had a son, yeah, but, yeah and he yeah. didn't sort of think about like, oh, they could trace that, um, or maybe he figured you know he'd be done by then and it wouldn't matter or who knows, but yeah, it that was a cool little you know. A cool little bit. So, like, little things like that and, you know, bringing back Larson Vator, like, for that last time in an, in sort of an interesting way like that. Um, James Sloyan's guest performance. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the core cameo kind of, you right. know, unifying the world, the universe a little yeah. more. Um, just lots of little things like the, mm-hmm. the, the Riker stuff, like you were, yeah. you talked about. Just, like, lots of little the, things. The him, and, the him and Odo conversation was really... Like, lots of just, like, little things. Um... I, I think um, I am going to go eight. Okay. Because of those little things. I think it's a, like, the parts are more than the sum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of the opposite of, like, how usually yeah. the sum is more yeah. than the parts kind of thing. It's like, I feel like the parts are more than the sum. Some really good parts. I don't necessarily think it super well came together as a whole, just from, like, execution or okay. something like that. So I would say, like, it would be a seven but I'm bumping it to an eight because of those elements that are really cool and interesting. Uh, I agree with you. All those things. Uh, I super enjoyed this episode. I'm actually going to give it a nine. Uh, I really like this fair episode. Enough. Well, I know that you're not often not a big Klingon guy. So yeah, this yeah. is a little bit of a slightly it's, different. It's it's definitely the a lot of the like, because when we started doing this, it was a lot of the, oh no, here comes a Klingon episode. And and I feel a lot of that was I was remembering the worst parts of yeah. Klingon episodes. I mean, like I, oh how like how like how like dorky the Klingons always sometimes, were. Sometimes, yeah. and and I forgot in a way actually, and like I I I indirectly and and, and wrongly pushed those feelings onto Worf's character. Be like oh here's a Worf centric episode with yeah. the dorky Klingon crap, and because like he's the only character that they really do that with. Like, because all the other characters are human-based, yeah. for the most part. We don't get, like, oh, here's some, like, wacky traditions that this character has to deal with all the time. And and so I, I was I was sort of, like, you know, I'm wrongly pushing, like, my feelings on, on or at least how I remembered that stuff, onto Worf. And, and actually, and then, like, re-watching the show, yeah. I'm, almost every single one of these like Cleon centric episodes has been way better than I thought yeah, it was going to be. If anything, and some of the some of the weaker elements are some good. of the kind of like side. Yeah, things. Like, yeah. Like you said, like some of the just like minor. Yeah, yeah. Like minor it's, guest actors. When they really like focus on the the Klingon stuff and, and it, it they centralize it in the in the story for the episode, it's almost always done very well. And Worf has like from being like ah eh, Worf's all right, like strongly becoming one of my favorite characters in the series. Um, 
yeah. or, or like o- over the series, and which is like something I never would have thought. Like, oh, he, to me, he was always like second tier character, yeah. and and I now would put him up like in the in the in the upper tier with the, with the you know the characters you know like it, it's like the Picard Riker. Yeah, you know, honestly, like, Picard Riker, I, I would Data Wharf, like, like that's the. I would say that... like when Worf is done well, mm. it's really top notch. Yeah, but it's just like a lot of the other sort of second tier, if you will, characters. Yeah, yeah. He just often isn't really yeah, handled yeah. well, or is just given so little to do. Yeah, um, that it does hurt the character overall. Yeah, but like when it's done well, he's definitely like top tier. Yeah, you know. Like you said, like some of those like really war centric episodes where they're able to dig in mm-hmm. and give and particularly and give Dorn a lot to yes. do because yeah. like when he's able to really exercise his yeah. skills, like he's a good actor. Yes, but yes. you don't get to see it that mm-hmm. often unless they really give him something to work with, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, this is the quote that oh. I was talking about with the whole thing of casting. Uh, um, James Slane again. It says, uh, Rick Berman and Michael Piller were hesitant to cast Slane as Kimtar, coming as it did so soon after his first appearance as Dr. Maura Pohl in DS9. Uh, however, Jerry Taylor convinced them that the Klingon makeup would hide this fact. She recalled, I finally went to Michael and said, look, we can take a lesser actor in this part, or we can cast the actor who should be cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there you go. That, that you know, that's yeah. how you do that, I guess. And then the other thing that really interested me is because... I was surprised about the fact that this is like a big Klingon episode and it wasn't written by Ron D. Moore, who like wrote pretty much all the big Klingon episodes, right? Oh, okay. And he, and I wondered like, oh, did that come up? Like, is there any specific reason or anything? And uh, I was actually really interested because uh, it literally has a thing talking about it where it says, uh, writer Ron D. Moore, who is well known for his Klingon episodes, praised Echevarria's different take on the major race. He remarked, the stuff he did sixth season in Birthright and then what he did with them here is very interesting. Worf and Alexander celebrate at a Klingon outpost and they have this sort of mock opera singing. Heroic fights and reenactments of things in the streets and banners and this is a whole different cultural flavor to these guys that I hadn't thought of. My take on the Klingons was sort of more Shakespearean with the House of Moog and all that kind of stuff yeah. and the rise and fall of political players. Renee brings in a much different element which I think serves them well. <laughs> oh, yeah. On the events of this episode, Michael Doran opined... <laughs> We don't really know what happens now, just that the future is uncertain. It's just like real life, but Worf is still a terrible father. He hasn't got a clue. <laughs> Look, uh... And Michael Piller commented, I fell in love with the idea of Firstborn, in which we address the psychological implications of a man who feels a failure, who comes back to his own youth to destroy himself at a young age, in order to avoid the pain that he had caused and suffered. There's a, there's a tremendous science fiction premise in that. And if you've been in on any of my therapy, you know I've dealt with this on a number of different <laughs> levels. <laughs> Working something out through this episode, huh? Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, so that's it for this week. Yeah. We'll be back next week with uh, episode 22. Yeah. It's, uh, what is the next one? Because we're running out here. Yeah. Running, I, I the looked, clock is running down. It is. No, I don't recall. Bloodlines. Really? I guess we haven't gotten to it yet. Well, maybe it'll be better. I than won't we... explain it for you because, you know, then, it, then it'll ruin the story, but... Maybe we'll re- it'll turn out better than we remember. I don't remember it being <laughs> terrible, just kind of, you know, unnecessary at this late mm-hmm. stage in the series. <laughs> uh, right. uh, so that's it. Until next week, I'm Chris. This is Emmett. Cheers. Bye-bye.